everyone. Thanks for tuning in to the latest episode of Outreach Cast, a podcast for everyday behavior. All the listeners in India wishing you a very happy Independence Day. It basically symbolizes a lot for um many of us who derive our identity from the roots of being an Indian. And uh, this episode is dedicated to each one of us believing in the simplicity of our country. This podcast is going to provide us with like an alternative to some of the episodes and discussions that we've had previously on this podcast. Uh when I spoke about embrace your inner imposter I spoke to you all about having evidences or data or souvenirs from your experiences which help you gain that kind of confidence about yourself. Um when I spoke about also oh zen um I spoke about you know reflecting on your thoughts taking that pause um and then making an important decisions in your life. Um then I spoke about uh, is the grass greener on the other side where I spoke to all of y'all that you know a lot of our decisions in our day-to-day lives are based on our comparison with others and how it causes us a lot of stress and um it uh, it basically makes us um, purchase more show off more and not lead a very real life Today's podcast is about an alternative like I said. It's it's about um living with less and experiencing a lot more. So do understand the emphasis that I'm talking about is living with less and experiencing a lot more. And that's what minimalism is all about and that's what this podcast is going to be about. In my house I would say my grandfather father and even my brother practice a lot of minimalism and um when I look into them and their thrift life I just keep figuring out how I can declutter my own life and this basically motivated me to um you know read a little more about minimalism and I came across this entire philosophy and what i realized is that what uh, generally is portrayed about minimalism is like it's you know it's a set of rules it's about you know uh, those three boxes about keeping donating and throwing away but it's much more it's it's a mindset it is a state of mind uh, which helps you focus um on your intentions and uh, more than that it helps you enjoy everything that one has and not be worried about what we don't um it's about valuing your own self more than the material things that you purchase just to feel better minimalism is not minimizing it just helps us become better gatekeepers to our everyday decisions um it helps us focus on intentions on our purpose um it's not something that we need to obsess over every time um it's about having love for your life in a fulfilling manner uh where you are focusing a lot more on experiences rather than possessions um it's not about sacrificing what gives you joy and it's very different for everyone so it the same set can say a same set of rules cannot apply to the rest of us um and coming from the japanese minimalism it basically talks about having a balance love for natural beauty and following ancient customs um 
it's about freeing oneself uh, from materialistic desires and selfish thoughts. Um, and it kind of became very popular with this project 333 where um, everyone was asked about this challenge of just wearing 33 pair of clothes for three months. Um, so that's where it all comes from. It's about minimalism of ideas versus minimalism of things. How have organizations adopted minimalism in their operations? If you look at how Instagram works, it started off having lean features, you know, having minimal options for the um, you know consumers to use and we can just see its growth within the first four months it had more users than twitter facebook combined um, in case of toyota they practice something called lose reins or dig your own job where the managers are not creating the job profile for you it's based on your interests and skill sets you take up projects and assignments which help you hone those skill sets further in case of Google, they've started something called the Quiet Minds, where they've uh, introduced meditation since 2007 in their university, where everyone really practices it. Some of these ideas can be found in Matthew E. May's book, Law of Subtraction, and I would definitely recommend that for everyone to read. Behavioral science will talk to us about this hesitation that we have of, you know, giving away things that we have bought many years ago. Um, and it's something called endowment effect, which was first mentioned to uh, the world by Kahneman and Thaler's study, um, where they talk about how we have this tendency of valuing an object much more when we own it as compared to when we don't. And um, it, it could be a simple example for it would be when I say that, you know, um, you've got this stack of old books that you've not read for years at stretch. And uh, when someone talks about minimalism and asks you to maybe donate those books, you start thinking about, no, but this is so valuable. Like, you know, it's the oldest edition and it, it's like uh, very special. Um, the cost of this would be much more. While it could just be a different thing altogether uh, in the market and the uh, value for it would be very, very different. Um, minimalism also talks about the choice architecture. That is uh, where if we have less choice, we have more satisfaction. Um, and that's what minimalism is all about, where you have limited regrets because you've got limited choices in front of you and you feel more satisfied because you felt that, you know, you were more in control of that situation and you could you know, do much better. Um, this also takes me to one of the um, study that was done by Iyengar et al. Uh, in early 2000s, where they did like a jam study and asked everyone to visit two shops um, which sold jams and one shop had like six jams and another one had like 24 types of jams and what they found was only three percent of people actually visited the shop which had 24 types of jams whereas 30 percent of the people actually visited the store which had only six jams what does it say it talks about the paradox of choice which barry schwartz a psychologist talks about um where he says that you know if we have limited choices, our regrets become limited. And so, you know, we feel more satisfied and good about ourselves.
So minimalism is a lot about uh, purposefully, deliberately and strategically eliminating the non-essentials and focusing a lot more on what's important and significant in our lives. Even this field of brain sciences supports these views of the behavioral scientists. Um, brain sciences say that on an average, the brain has the ability to make only 75 decisions a day. Only 75. So if we keep on making decisions one after the other, we are reducing our mental capacity to make the right or quality decisions. So we need to limit those options and minimize the decisions that we make in our day-to-day -day lives. Making the daily um, choices kind of an autopilot for us. Um, minimizing the many decisions so that you know you have more willpower and you can you know uh, focus more of your uh, brain's capacity on important decision making. And this would also lead to a generally optimized living as well. I would say that, um, you know, as a psychologist, you tend to prime yourself um, in your day-to-day -day lives just to ensure that what you are saying is what you practice. I try to prime myself by making certain decisions and calls in my day-to-day -day life um, so that, you know, I'm doing it right. Uh, when it comes to minimalism, I have a minimalistic thought process when it comes to decision making. I would limit the choice just to maybe like just three or four choices rather than making it like okay what if not this then that and then if not this then that. I want to have limited regrets and that's what I prime myself to that you know I'm just gonna do three four options all together like a multiple choice questions I'm gonna go with the one that's more optimal for me what's best for me. And this also takes me um, to this idea that minimalism leads us to feel the sense of emptiness around us and it pushes us to conquer the world. It basically helps you focus on the goal that you want to have rather than focusing on the books, on the um, you know material possessions like the laptop that you're purchasing or the phone that you have. Uh, it takes you a step further and just takes you closer to the purpose in life. Um, there is this saying that um, you have a neurotransmitter called dopamine which reacts to what we have in our vision. So if we have a cluttered surrounding, it reacts in the same way and it is not feeling good about it. Um, but if it's kind of an empty space around it, the dopamine reacts and forces you or asks you to seek stimulation in the kind of work that you're doing and setting a goal in your mind um, and having minimalism in every way possible in and around you. What do the psychologists say about this? I spoke to some of them and asked them about the clinical impressions of someone who is materialistic or minimalistic um, in their day-to-day -day lives. And they say that, you know, uh, Materialism is often associated with loneliness. When you are feeling lonely, you are seeking objects in and around you to feel better. And uh, that cluttering around you would only make you feel more anxious and more depressed about the surroundings that you have. Um, and this is something that has been corroborated by multiple studies at Tilburg University, at Ghent University, who's all cite about this. 
when we practice minimalism what really happens is that um, there is this particular uh, concept called positive psychology uh, where we are giving the choice or the decision making ability to the other person um, and what it really helps is that it helps develop autonomy amongst the person and they feel more competent and more in control about their surroundings. It helps create this mental space and what um, studies have also found that it helps improve one's attention, cognition and even learning abilities. There are four or five things we can do uh, in order to practice minimalism even in our relationships. First thing is to let go of the past memories. Bring in that box of throwing away things and put in everything that reminds you of your past experiences. You don't need to be reminded about it um, and you know, ruin your time at present. Second thing is less is always more in every relationship. It is about the quality over quantity here. Third thing is minimalism forces you to be more real and be more authentic um, over the image that you want to create. Relationships can't be built based on social pressures. Next point is it helps you live in the present, not crib about the past, not set expectations for the future, just the present and enjoying it to the fullest. The last point is having shared experiences, building deeper connections over just that one-off uh, you know, conversation and you know, more time being spent doing different things all together. It's about shared experiences. So share more experiences together rather than living two parallel lives. Having a minimalistic life is an extremely humbling experience. It helps people breathe, loosen that burden of past which keeps weighing us down. Second, it allows us for refocusing, where we are focusing our time and energy on the important experiences in our life with the important people that we want to enjoy it with. Where less stuff equals to more money and it reduces our dependency on money for our happiness or satisfaction where we get a chance to have more time and energy to enjoy things that we like and we have fun with. So let's try and get rid of the things that flutter our surroundings and our mind because it only leads us to feel more overwhelmed, anxious and depressed. Many of us are forced into the life of leading a minimalistic lifestyle. A lot of us consider it a luxury because you can throw away a lot of our parts of our lives. I would say that minimalism for me is a pathway to love and self-care as the blogger Courtney Carver says it all. It's the most appealing thing that's come out um, in the social space in the last one decade uh, where hashtag minimalism has over 17 million photos on Instagram. The other thing about uh, this entire journey for me around minimalism has been about how psychology is everywhere around us. Behaviors like minimalism is everyday choice for us. And this brings me to the last segment of this podcast where I want to say that uh, please join in into this initiative called Ask Twice where I'm requesting each of my listeners to reach out to a friend, 
colleague or a family member and ask them how they are doing um, and ask this question twice because the first time they might think it is um, just a courtesy ask but the second time they might feel that you know you're opening up that space where they can share their experiences good bad ugly whatsoever you just have to listen out there you don't have to judge them you don't want you don't have to react to it you just have to be a good listener for them there are a lot of us out there who just are looking for listeners for ourselves until the next week take care bye